I want to say thank you. Thank you for your prayers. Um, thank you, parents, for sending your youth with us and for entrusting the five leaders with your youth. Um, we love them. We love them like they're our own kids. Um, yeah. Um, I went into this week with a lot of prayers, praying for their hearts, praying for our hearts. And the first couple speakers, the thing that came, kept coming to my mind actually all week was let go and let God. And let me tell you, we let go and God did it. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, so the theme was transformed. So Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed, or do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Um, you may notice we're all wearing yellow shirts. You also may notice there's no words right here that you can see right now. Um, there are words in there. You just can't see them. And the reason is because we're not outside in the sun. Because who transforms us? The sun. The sun transforms us. So when we go outside, our shirts transform. Yeah, so after church, meet us outside, and we will show you how the shirts work. Another thing that transforms is this cup. I don't know if you can tell, but um, I've got water in it up to about there. So it changes colors. So this cup also transforms. Um, another thing for those of us who've actually been to Regen before, we had to transform a little bit because, praise the Lord, Taylor is expecting 575 freshmen this fall, close to 600, the biggest class ever at Taylor. So because of that, they're in the middle of construction. Um, we stayed in the same dorm we normally do. And there's a building that we usually can cut past to get to where worship is. That building's gone. For those that have gone before, it's gone. They are building a new one. It'll be ready next year. Um, 2024. Um, the other thing that was different was their um, dining hall is under construction as well. So we didn't have to trek all the way across campus for dining. We had the privilege this year of just going like two buildings over to the science building. So we ate in the science building every day. Um, the fresh, the Taylor students are actually going to have to eat in the science building too until October because that's when the dining hall will be finished. So um, they will get to experience that too. Now, the science building, <laughs> there wasn't enough tables on the main level. So every day we had to carry our food up a flight of stairs so we could sit on the, uh, in the next level up. So 
For those of you who have gone before and you know how much walking there is, we had more stairs this year. My feet were raw by the end of the week because <laughs> there was so many stairs. Now, there was an elevator, but I kept thinking, it's just one flight. <laughs> you know, it's not that bad. I should have listened to my feet. Um, yeah, so let go and let God. Um, the other thing I wanted to share is, and they shared this match, um, shared this with us on the last morning, and this is something we didn't know about until he told us Friday morning. And I think this is the first year this has happened, but God was working with the speakers. Um, and he shared with us, he goes, you guys can't see what's happening behind the scenes, but every time a worship session got over, the next speaker that's supposed to speak at the next worship session would come up to him and say, they stole my notes. That's what I was going to speak about. So, hallelujah, God spoke to all the speakers the same message, and it was a blessing. Um, and you'll hear about it. So I'm going to sit down and let them all t share more. Church. Sorry about that. Okay, so I'm going to um, share a little bit on one of the thing, one of the speakers, one of the things that they shared. Um, like Kathy said, the, the main theme was Romans 12, um, 1 and 2. Um, and it was about not only being transformed, but um, not conforming to this world. So one of the examples that the, and I really like this, how it, um, and it spoke to me as well. Uh, one of the things that the speaker was talking about, about conforming to this world was saying that, Thank you. Um, that this, so it's a cup of coffee. It's nothing else in it. Um, and this was our faith, pure faith. Um, and when we start to conform to this world, she was saying this, the waters, um, the things of the world that we bring into our faith that add on to it, that change, it slowly but surely changes the way that we, um, our faith, the way we act. Um, and even though it still looks like faith, still looks a little bit like, like coffee, it would not, um, I, I wouldn't want to drink this. And I don't think anyone else would really want to drink it either. So even though it still looks like faith, um, allowing the world to affect um, our faith and the way when we bring things in, we continue, <clears throat> it changes the way that, um, that we act and... Um, Um, and then the other part of the, so, um, the message was, so the world, um, in today's, is that better? Okay. Um, today the world says everything should be about you. It's, um, you put you first. Um, but God says it's in, um, Matthew 22, 37 through 39. He says, um, you must love the Lord, your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important, love your neighbor as yourself. So God says to put him and then others in front, first. 
Um, and the world says, you put you first. You're most important. Um, and so as um, believers, we need to uh, let Christ be our example. Um, in um, John 13, 15, he says, I've given you an example to follow. Do as I have done. Um, he was willing to serve those around him. Um, in John 13 right there, that was during the, the Last Supper. And right then he knew that Judas was about to betray him, but he still got down on his knees and he washed his feet. His example right there was, even though um, we might, might not um, like those around us or um, we're not happy with the world, we still need to be servants to the world, um, but be set apart as well um, and not let the world affect our faith in the way that we act towards Christ, or towards the way we act. Um, Okay. 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 (laughs) Sorry about that. So this is Elena McCabe, my friend that I brought to um, Regen with me. Um, we got to take notes on Wednesday morning worship. And I think we're going to share more than that just because a lot spoke to us during this trip. So I'm going to be totally honest. Um, I didn't take the best notes on Wednesday. Um, I mean, I could have taken better notes. Didn't didn't happen. So, um, and also... I'm not, I don't want to bore anybody with exactly what the speaker, oh, I don't want to bore anybody with exactly what the speaker said because, like I said, I didn't take the best notes. So I want to share my experience at Regent and why you should go next year, no, two years in 2025? Five. Okay. So when I first came to Regent, they're like, they, the first question they asked is, think about why you're here. Why are you here? And I was like, oh, well, I'm with my best friend. Like, what else could be more fun than hang out with your best friend for five days in college dorms? You get to feel, you know, old and <laughs> get to experience new things. So why was I here? And then that made me think. I was like, oh, probably not the best reasons, you know, go to like a, like a, a church camp. Or... So then I got to thinking. And I thought, I thought of other reasons why I could possibly be there. So I thought of maybe getting closer to God. Then one hit my heart. I wanted to feel his presence again. Because when I was younger, it was just so easy to just feel God's presence. You could, oh, sorry. Um, you could just feel that he was there. Oh, gosh. Anyways, um, you could feel that he was there and with you. Well, I could. And then throughout my middle school years, I just kind of, I, I felt like I almost lost him. I didn't, I couldn't feel his presence again. And it was kind of, it was upsetting because he, when I felt his presence, I just felt lighter and happier and just more joyful almost. And like, yeah, and so um, I started praying, and I was like, God, I just want to feel your presence again. I really just want to be touched by your spirit. I want you to use me, and so I probably sat down on the ground for about an hour and a half just praying and crying. I was sitting crisscross on the floor, listening to music, just trying to feel his presence, and nothing happened. Is this? Yeah, okay. Um, can everybody hear me? Okay. So, keep, okay. Oh, okay. Um, so, I, yeah, I was like, I was just crying, and I was like, God, I can't feel you. I just want to feel your presence again. I want to feel uplifted and enjoyed. Nothing was happening. So I was frustrated for probably about three days. I kept praying. Nothing happened. I kept looking for signs. Nothing happened. So I was really mad, right? Um, there was one time in worship I went up and I got prayed over. Um, 
on, by like the stage. I couldn't. Really, I wasn't focused. I wasn't in the right mindset. And I, because they were saying, "Give your give your life to God," and I just I just felt like I wasn't ready, and that's okay. But I went up and I got prayed over. I wasn't really paying attention to what she was praying. I was just kind of more distracted. Nothing happened again. I was very frustrated. Like the whole thing, I was just like, "Why can't I feel your presence? Like, why are you not here in my life?" And um, then Thursday. Thursday night, um, everybody was bowing down to God. The worship was amazing. You could feel the Holy Spirit in the room moving through people, and it was absolutely amazing. Like, everybody was just praying and just worshiping. The worship probably went for, like, it felt like an hour longer than it probably should have. Yeah. Three hours? Oh, my gosh. Okay. It was three hours longer, and it did not feel like it. It felt like probably 15 minutes. It was absolutely crazy. Like, you could just feel him in the room. They kept singing. It was awesome. Then I saw people start bowing down, and then Faith. I bowed down before him because I could hear him speaking to me and telling me to just kneel down and confess. So I did. So um, I started praying over her, and I was like, God, gosh, God, please free him from, <laughs> please free him from, free her from whatever she's going through. Just, I just want, I just want her to feel the Holy Spirit. I want her to feel your touch. She got up. She just seemed so much happier and so much uplifted. So I just started crying, and I was like shaking, and I was just, and I just heard this voice, and I, I was like, God, like, I want to feel your presence again. I need you in my life. I need that, like, happy, uplifted spirit back. And I heard, bow down before me and confess your sins. So that's what I did. I bowed down. I confessed. And I said, Lord, I'm sorry I've sinned. I want you to use me as your puppet to preach your word. I, want, I just want to feel you. I want to feel your presence. I want to feel that happy, uplifting feeling. And, I, on, and then, like, a bunch of people started praying on me. I had, like, 20 hands on my back, it felt like. And I could strangely hear everybody praying. But they weren't being loud. Like, the music was, like, loud. People were jumping up and down, waving their hands, yelling, screaming, crying. So it was, like, crazy how I could hear them. But I could hear prayers. And it was just totally awesome. And then once I, like, got up, I just felt this weight uplifted off my shoulders. And it was absolutely amazing. And I would strongly encourage people to just pray to God, get on your knees, and just say, Lord, I want your spirit, and I want you to be with me. Hello. Okay. So um, one of the speakers that we had this week, her name was Olivia Williamson, and she spoke multiple evenings in a row. And I was really affected by how she was speaking with a lot of things that she said, especially because when she reflected on her past, because she was a pastor's kid and she grew up to be a pastor herself, but it's also like her story of how she went through it. So during her high school time, she talked about how she balanced between like the world and God, like going back and forth between her faith. Like she wasn't like set in stone. And I, always, I found that kind of like how I feel now because I'm always like back and forth between what the world says to do and what God says to do. She said something, it was made on purpose for a purpose. And I really took that in my heart because I was like, God made me and put me in this place for a reason. And so I'm going to use that and I'm going to try and spread as much as I can. Um, she also related one of the things to Noah back from his day because the entire world was conformed. They weren't against God. They were not following his rules. And so God said he needed to destroy it. We needed to redo. But Noah was strong in his faith, and he followed God. He obeyed. He listened. And that's one thing she said. is like we, always, we can listen, and we can hear. Um, 
there was one time <laughs> this, uh, this week where uh, Kathy had gone to go get Luke, and she had told Ani, because we were all sitting in the basement, she had told Ani where she was going. And, of course, Ani he- heard what Kathy had said, and she, <laughs> she was playing on her phone. She was distracted. She wasn't, like, fully invested in what Kathy had said. And so later on, when Kathy had gone and left, we were all asking, you know, where's Kathy at? Where did she go? Because we have to finish. We had to talk about the sermon. And nobody knew where she was at. And then when Kathy came back, she was like, I told you, Ani. I told you where I was. But Ani could not remember. And so that's just, that was an example that, I t- that, was, <laughs> that was taken. It's like we can hear things. We can also listen to things. Uh, something that really affected me this week was we talked about prayer a lot in a lot of the sessions and I've been inspired now to use prayer in my life to pray for others because one of the stories we heard was about this girl Bailey she was praying at her school and God highlighted this one girl she went over to her and she asked if she could pray for her and the girl said yes please I just found out I have a heart defect and so they prayed together and it turns out that that girl had an appointment later that day and the doctor told her that her heart has been healed and all it took was one prayer and that really inspired me and on Wednesday night after worship I asked my mom how do I repent and I decided to sleep on it because I knew I wasn't ready yet and during one of the songs I believe it was uh, Plead the Blood. It talks about kind of like what the song, What Can Wash Away My Sin. And I just, I lost it. And I went up to the altar. I was anointed with oil. And I confessed all my sins. And I gave my life to God. And I want... I want to get um, baptized in the next few months or years because I want to live for God. So I encourage everyone to go to Regent. It doesn't matter how old you are. There was from people from like really little, like Amanda, to like really old. I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> It was just an amazing experience, and my life was changed, and I want other people to feel the same way I'm feeling right now. Okay. Um, I don't need it. Um, The day that... um, I don't remember the name of the speaker. I'm really bad with names, and I don't pay attention sometimes. Uh, ninja, ninja something. Wendell. Okay. Oh, I call it ninja window. Okay. Um, he's, he mainly spoke about the difference between conform and, and transform. And you can either be in one or the other. You can't be in between. That just doesn't happen. 
um, he, he shared with us his experience of how he knew, when he was a kid, he knew about God's word. But then when he got into middle school, he started conforming. He gave some examples from little things to really big, deep sins that were um, holding him from the real life in Christ. And it was a, um, a time in which he decided to be transformed. Now, transformed is a process, and that's encouraging for those who start a walk with God. And it doesn't stop. Like, I gave my life when I was 17, and I confessed my sins, and God, uh, you know, he received me with open arms, and he never stopped blessing me, but that doesn't mean he's done. And <laughs> this, this week, um, Jesus said, you have to stay with the youth. Because I'm like, oh, it's a two-year contract, so I'm done. And I had all the really valid reasons. I'm a mom. I'm tired. I'm a teacher. I see young people at school. I can testify there. And God said, no, you have to stay. And I looked at them like, guess what? What? I had to stay with the youth. <laughs> but not that I don't love the youth, but it was just, just like, I, I, you know, I had all my reasons because I was just maybe being lazy deep inside, you know. And he laughed at me and said, I knew it. He's like, oh, okay, thank you. Um, so God never stops transforming us. And I talked to my former pastor from Argentina, and he said, um, well, yeah, if he's not your Lord, like, it's a door. Okay, okay. So um, that's the thing that um, struck me the most with that is, so we are like a vessel, and he's our potter. And sometimes, uh, you know, when the person, the potter is working, he's magic. Um, if there is like a rock or something, um, it make the whole thing, it, it could make the whole thing crumble. And so he has to start all over again. And that happens in our lives. And that's what this message reminded me of. That happens in our lives. So don't give up on yourself because God's not done. And the transformation is a process. We just have to be willing. Okay. Me and Brandon have to take notes on... Thursday, Thursday night. Um, <clears throat> I mean, there's uh, there's a lot to take away from it, but what I really took away is uh, so every every so from Tuesday to uh, yeah Tuesday to Thursday, Olivia was the speaker. So she, she I mean she preached about the same thing every time, but this uh, on Thursday night she talked about how uh, she went to Chicago with her friend who claimed to live in Chicago but she just lived uh, two hours from Chicago. So it's like when, it's like when we're out of town and we tell everyone we're from Champaign, but well, well, we're 30 minutes from Champaign. So they went to Chicago and, and the friend that she was with claimed to know like her way around Chicago. So they wanted to go to this one like shop or store or whatever. And they ended up like 30 minutes the other way because she didn't know where she was going. So she had a... Uh, she brought up how uh, it was a bad tour guide. And then she said, she talked about the time she was in Israel. And the guy that, that their tour guide knew everywhere. He knew everyone's names from the spot they were at. He knew everywhere to go. And he was a good tour guide. And she brought up how, uh, 
like in in our life are are we led by good tour guides or bad tour guides and i mean in our life right now how do we feel like we're being led by good or bad tour guides and if we're being led in the right direction or if we're led in the wrong direction now going off of that or away from that me and kylie played pickleball that's right And we got the great second place. <laughs> it, it hurts because it was by like three points. Uh, but we're going to come back strong in two years and we're going to win. <laughs> and I'm, I'll make sure of that. So I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck. I was not 100% prepared to give a speech today, so uh, I'm going to just kind of wing it, see where it goes. Um, but uh, so kind of going off of the the uh, Chicago thing, um, I want to be the good tour guide for everyone else who maybe does not know God. And I know that I struggle with that because I might not know God as much as, say, I don't know, my dad, but... Um, but, uh, but I would like to come to know God more, uh, than what I do because of that. And if I were to be able to bring people to God, that would mean a lot to me. Um, but I understand that I have a long ways to go before then. So I understand that this is a short speech, but I'm going to be honest, I wasn't ready. So <laughs> there you go. Eve took notes on Friday morning, last morning, and um, our speaker was, is Tyler the director of Tyler Hartford? Okay, okay. Um, he had his three oldest, um, huh? yeah, yeah, but he had his three oldest kids um, up there, and they had kind of given their testimonies. Um, and the big question was, uh, what do we do after we go home, right? So we've had this amazing week. And we've heard from all these speakers. Um, we've heard how to live our lives, but um, how do we enforce that? Or what do we do when we come back? Um, and so Tyler, he had used um, some scripture saying that um, when we come into the Holy Spirit, people will notice. People will notice it on our faces. Um, they will notice that we're different. And one thing that I took away was if we are followers of Jesus and um, we, we uh, sacrifice everything in our life uh, to, because we have this freedom in him, then we have the chance to uh, minister to others. And um, a big thing was that you don't have to, you, you don't ha you shouldn't wait. <laughs> you shouldn't wait to be a blessing to other people. Um, I, I, don't, I don't have to wait to go to school, to study ministry, to do ministry. Um, God doesn't call us tomorrow or in a month or in a year. He calls us now. And um, so we can be in ministry wherever we are at. We don't, yeah, let God just 
use you. That was, that was a big thing for me was just let God use you wherever you are at. And um, also, I'm, I'm a firm believer that you don't have to uh, have like a ministry degree to be in ministry. Um, you can be a blessing to people at work. You can be a blessing to people you encounter at school. Um, and that is a big thing of just embracing um, our, call, our God-given calling. Um, whatever it is, whatever your gift is, but you can be a blessing to everybody around you um, and right now. And also on that was just a big thing of like, also acts of service, we need to realize that acts of service are for him and not for our, um, not for our glory. It's for God's glory. And so, yeah, that was a big thing I took away, but um, I think the biggest thing was just seeing the youth worship <laughs> passionately. Um, yeah, and I'm just thankful to be able to go on the trip with them and just see all of the transformation and, yeah. 200, yeah, 259 youth. Um, I have a lot of hope in my generation and the next generation because of what I saw, so. Okay, so like so Kylie like said, said um, the speakers um, the we took notes on, on were Tyler Hartford, Tyler Hartford and his three oldest kids. Three and there was two main two points main that, I that I wanted to share that really stood out to me. Um, one, um, was one was that one God has a plan has for everyone, everyone, and he asks us to listen to his plan, even when sometimes we don't think it's what we want to do. Um, and a verse that went with that was Galatians 2.20. Um, my old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I will live in this earthly body by trusting the Son of God, who loved me and gave me him, or gave himself for me. Um, this was really important for me to hear because I'm in that stage of life trying to decide what I want to do for the rest of my life. And um, what I took was instead of asking myself what I want to do, I need to ask God what plan he has for me and what he wants to do with my life to serve him. And then um, a verse that really, really stuck out to me um, going along with that is Isaiah 64, 8. Um, it says, and yet, O Lord, you are the father, you are the, or we are the clay, and you are the potter. We are, we are all formed by your hand. Um, and then the second point was being a person that others can confide in, or confide in is very important and can be very impactful because we all have the presence of the living God in us and we need to use that. Um, and the verse that went with that was Genesis 2.18. Then the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. Um, I took this as we all have to be there for each other in time of need um, and that we cannot do life alone without a good Christian example around us, and we need to surround ourselves with that um, to truly feel his presence. Um, and I know I always try my hardest to be someone who others can talk to in time of need and to speak truth into them. And yeah, that was just what I got out of this week. Awesome. This was a uh, very, very inspiring to hear these youth, and just, and not just to hear this morning, but it was a really a privilege to get to see them uh, this this week and just the transformation that was happening. Uh, Ken Heiser and I got the opportunity to 
uh, via the delegate sessions. Do you want to share anything about? Okay, go. Ahead. Let's get a mic. Ani. Well. There you go. All right. I think, uh, if uh, I might say, I felt the spirit of God worked in these in these young folks, mm -hmm. and that's important because we all need the spirit of God in our lives. I also felt, as I listened to what we've just heard, the transforming thing is not a one-and-done. These young people felt a transforming moment. It inspires, or should inspire, those of us who are a tad bit older to hold them up in prayer and to help them in that transforming process as they continue to build their faith to help others in their faith, and I think in return, our faith will be strengthened. Um, as far as the delegate session, we worked on updating the personal covenant that pastors and elders are asked to sign. I would hope that at some point in time that would be made available to us and that uh, uh, we all will see that work. Uh, just clarifying some points and adding to that a little bit. On a positive note, the budget for the Ivana Network, which has just four employees, uh, is positive at this point. So that's always good news. Uh, we're not borrowing money to pay, pay our employees. Um, and so that, that's a good, good idea or good uh, progress. Um, one of the things that I heard is that at the end of 2023, there probably will be a transformation in the emphasis of Ivana. The transformation from, okay, we're helping congregations at this point, coming out of other faith uh, bodies that have, um, are looking for some place to more uh, align and worship with. That may is going to be kind of be coming to an end here, at least as a major emphasis. The emphasis, emphasis will turn to church planning and church growth. Now that um, comes under the business of the church. The business of the church is found in Matthew 28. We're to make disciples uh, in all areas of our lives and so I think that's a positive thing too. The church, the Ivana group is focusing more now on growth uh, of individual churches like East Bend but also in planting new churches. I wanted to emphasize two things as far as personnel was concerned. Uh, in particular these two persons uh, affect East Bend. Uh, Ellen served on, on the prayer team, and as you heard from the youngsters, a lot of those kids came up to be prayed with and to uh, uh, have their uh, 
um, hands laid on them. And so Ellen was an active part of that, our Ellen. Also, um, our former pastor's wife, Tanya Dean, was appointed and approved to be on the executive board for um, Ivana. So I felt that this church should hear that those two persons in particular had a lot, had a lot of influence on this particular region. And I think that's important for us to hear. I'm sure there are other things. If you have questions, you can get a hold of me. But uh, I'm not sure whose this is. And I guess kind of a little bit more of my take on the, the delegate sessions is that we had time of prayer. We weren't just like, hey, what should we do? Let's just, make, let's just uh, figure out what's best and do it. But we, we spent time praying and seeing, seeking the Lord and His leading. And uh, I, I just really think that's such a, a great thing uh, instead of just trying to figure out what to do. But really let, be led by the Lord. Um, and I, I was super encouraged in all what we just heard about and more. So uh, just keep, keep talking, keep asking these, these guys questions. I love that Ken was saying, as, as adults, now we need, it's our job to really be praying for these guys, really to be encouraging them, and really be um, help, helping in the discipleship and the, and the transformation process, because it's not a one and done. So, you go. I just had a few words. I'm thankful that I got to be part of the prayer team uh, with Ivana, and I will say um, that what happened there is not the work of man. It's the work of the Holy Spirit and us placing ourselves under his leadership and his guidance. And so I'm privileged to be part of that um, and part of an organization that values, highly values prayer. And um, it was just a great experience for me to with, I was just available with the rest of the prayer team up front and along the sides. Um, just any um, youth that wanted to come pray. Um, it was just a blessing. Um, I was so encouraged by their, their courage and their boldness to come. It's not easy, especially to be prayed for by someone you don't know. That was just, I was so impressed by that. And it ended up being, too, that I found out the first girl that came to me the first night to pray, I thought, she looks so familiar. And I, I asked her, I was like, what? I knew her first name. I said, what's your last name? I was like, I I didn't ring a bell. And then later I'd come to find out she had come and stayed in our home. She was in the choir that came about a year and a half ago from uh, the deans. Yeah, it's just like, wow, that was so cool. Um, So little things like that. But I am just so thankful. Um, God is good. And I just really feel that that prayer and just submitting ourselves to the Spirit, that's when he can work and he can move. And I just... I love that, um, and I pray that that continues to be our heartbeat here and more and more and more. Um, his word says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we saw that this, um, this week, just praying for kids that are just asking for burdens to be lifted, for sins to be forgiven, all these things. And um, that's what we pray and hope for all of us.